Metronome on my freaking <laughs> In my head? freaking garage band. Oh. So, Gavin Grant, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's up, man? How you doing? Oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> caution, <laughs> caution, guys. It's going. This is going to be informal as fuck. So, um, you know, there are a lot of other podcasts, but I'm doing this for me. So, I don't care about y'all. <laughs> understand that understand that (laughs) know that gavin yeah what does starting from zero mean to you uh uh first i think starting from zero means introducing myself uh my name is gavin grant i'm a (laughs) locally based artist here in (laughs) oakland i'm a sculpture artist um formerly um formerly i was uh painting and now I'm doing sculpture art. Uh, mm. Yeah, I know I could have, I could have <laughs> been more descriptive in my intro, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to be that descriptive. <laughs> God damn it, man! This is not a freaking like interview with Larry King or something. But you don't even fucking answer my question. You don't even fucking answer my question. Answer my fucking question, dude. Man. Everybody should have the liberty. To answer the questions in the way they want to answer the questions. Okay, all right. It's a fucking free country. <laughs> I know, right? All Freedom. Right. Um, well, speak, well, to that point, I think uh, starting from zero is starting from a free p- place, you know? Hmm. Um, uh, not being confined by any sort of rules. And, uh, well, well, or, you know, your own rules, you know? So, and also, like, starting from zero is, like, really, like... Um, taking a moment to pause for me and like just like before moving forward starting from zero means just being still you know so like with artwork like before even like for me sometimes before even moving with the materials i work in my mind my mind state you know and so like you can you can have the materials laid out in front of you on your in your workspace and before you even touch the materials or the tools starting from zero for me is like what are you doing in your mind you know what how do you envision what you can do with these materials in your mind first you know Mm. if that makes sense and one of the and (laughs) it's crazy actually one of the like first times we met Uh and i was talking about your art um it's funny you actually i I don't know how you actually do not talk as much about your art to to love your friends as much which is something i found out and 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 it's crazy the time i i talked to you a little bit more about i i remember this um this time you told me of um wearing earplugs Uh while doing your work yeah and once you told me the effect of that i was like holy shit that is insane yeah 
Have That's you, freaking insane. Have you tried that yet? So, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, partially, partially. Yeah. I mean, of course, like when you freaking the concert and stuff like that, it's talk about, about air care. But normally, as uh, a lot of people want to do their work, they want to freaking turn on the music yeah. and stuff like that. But can you repeat what you said to me that day about the effect of just plain silence, especially okay. when you do your work? Yeah. So I, I um. For a while, I was, you know, putting earplugs in my ears, or like sometimes if I it would, I think it started from like going to sleep with earplugs in, right? What? Yeah, like to to like because my fridge would I sometimes I sleep in the living room, mm-hmm. and the fridge would give off this buzzing noise because it's kind of an old fridge. So <laughs> to go to sleep in the living room, I would put my earplugs in, so I mm-hmm. don't hear, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just to block out the noise but then i would wake up in the morning with the earplugs still in my ears Mm -hmm. and but then i would go about my day you know but but there's this level of comfort in that this kind of quiet more these quiet mornings you know waking up to this nice quiet daylight like like, I, i can't explain that sound but it's kind of like a weird yeah soothing sound depending on whatever wavelength you're on I right guess. yeah right so i wake up with the earplugs on and i would go about my day and i noticed that i would be com- it would be comfortable to have these in my ears you know mm. um and then i real and then there was a point where um after a while i'll be like oh well let me take them out you know because <laughs> mm. i've had them in for a while I'll take them out and i would, like even just the subtlest of sounds would be extreme you know because i had the earplugs in for so long i got used to it i got accustomed to that you know, so when I pulled them out, um, if everything would be like even the 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 brussels of brush brussels <laughs> brushing of the leaves outside would be like in kind of intense. Yeah, yeah. I, right, I think so. uh, maybe it's one of those like, well, guys, don't shoot me because of uh, what I, <laughs> in terms of scientific facts, uh, was out there. But they said like usually if you block one of your senses for a while. And then all of a sudden, you know, used to one sense and you release it, you became you become a little bit more hypersensitive to yeah. that sense you blocked, right. or it your it other, compensates for another sense. Your your other senses get in hand. Yeah, your other senses get in hand. Like yeah. for example, blind folks, their hearing oh, it's, gets yeah, their hands. It's yeah. fucking impeccable. It's yeah. like, look, there's no direct, <laughs> there's no signals from the br- brain going to their eyesight, and yeah. all of a sudden. But I guess in a weird way, those earplugs for your ears is kind of like enhancing your other senses and, right. and touch, probably because right. you're a sculptor. Yeah, and, that, and there's that. There's that. There's definitely that factor of like, you know, experimenting with the earplugs <laughs> um, constitutes all these other uh, faculties that are unknown to me that you know I later on start to realize. You know, so. Um, I I started to get really comfortable with the earplugs, you know, like I was used to doing. I was like, I really, I know the benefits of it, you know. Um, And I put the earplugs in and I I knew that it takes like 10 or 15 minutes to kick in as far as concentration and focus. Um, But then I I looked it up online. I was like, so I wonder why I was asking myself, why do I like these earplugs? You know, I know I feel the focus for it. Let me look into it. Like, what is it about that? And so I went online and I found an article that's that talked about how um, um, 
complete silence is more beneficial for the brain than just subtle noise in the background interesting yeah like complete like dead silence is um um more um uh your brain can work more efficiently in dead silence than just like light noise in the background mm. and even in the article they talked about how a lot of people are used to typically you know turn on like music or like they have some they go outside or whatever but what um the brain actually has to process all those sounds it has to like take in this even if you're not paying direct attention to the music the brain has to pay attention to the music so we have music in the background your brain has to take in that sound synthesize it process it it goes through processes right so when you're in dead silence you you kind of like blocking out all of the processing for for trying to take in sound now your brain can now focus on more on whatever you're attending to you and know? that's one of the misconceptions they feel that the human brain is a very good multitasker <laughs> yeah but especially once you grow older uh-uh. yeah, uh, yeah 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 <laughs> like for example now i'm going back to like fully reading mm. um putting my phone far away from me oh, in my man. room yeah. and not turning on music, listening to the birds or whatever outside. Mm. But it's all of a, all of a sudden it's like, once you keep on reading that complete science silence, like either you're reading like a fictional book makes you like imagine that scenery, like way more vivid. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, and do you know what's weird? I have dreams about that book. Wow, wow, wow. So, like, that's, uh, I guess maybe that's how more I was so in tune to it. Mm -hmm. And I literally just, like, started this book, like, two days ago of just, like, <clears throat> wow, it's, like, literally creating a scene on the movie. But I feel like a lot of people underestimate that fact. And you don't. <laughs> like, it looks yeah. of it. Because once you, you, once you actually engulfed in your work, you engulfed in your work. Yeah. Like, cutting everything off. Right. Yeah, I've, I've even, I mean, um, I've gone on Amazon to find, because the, the highest uh, strength of uh, um, earplugs that I found are at 32 decibels, which mm. means it blocks out 30, uh, that amount of decibels. Yep. Because um, even with the earplugs in, you can still kind of Yeah, you can something. still hear a yeah. little bit, like, yeah, yeah. exactly. So. <laughs> take care, like, take care of your ears, guys. Yeah, take care. <laughs> um <clears throat> So what I've been doing lately is putting the earplugs in, and then on top of that, <laughs> I wear these um, these uh, you know the the brand called 3M. They do take yeah yeah yeah. yeah. They have uh, 3M makes these um, these uh, uh, what do you call it noise canceling uh, headphones. Mm -hmm. Not not musical headphones. The kinds that construction workers wear. Yeah, especially those jackhammer dudes. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even with that, like with the vibration, they can it, it can still get so fucked here, up. Yeah, that. exactly, yeah. Uh -huh. exactly. So I wear the earplugs with the headphones on. That's like <sighs> next. Like it's like really cutting out a lot of sound. So um, yeah, and 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 the focus starts to kick in. Maybe like ten. 15 minutes after I wear them, I can really notice. And there's this like a, this kind of tranquil kind of inner kind of sound, mm -hmm. like your body sound, like you're like <clears throat> when I start walking around or when my, when my the structure of my, my bone structure hits something or a wall or whatever, I, it re I can really hear the inner like what? Yeah. You know, just like my feet walking, yeah. like walking like the, my footsteps. I It's like that, that very, low um uh, deep sound of your body you can really pay attention to it you know so um 
Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. Um, the effects of it, it really, it's helped me a lot. You know, I, I buy earplugs frequently, you know. Mm. I remember one time I was at, uh, I went to CVS, they were sold out. And then, and then I went to Walgreens and they were sold out there too. And I was like, oh, it's a, it must be a trend or something. Yeah, people are catching, <laughs> catching on. You like, probably say some on? shit and like <laughs> that person spread the word and be like, oh shit, this all, Gavin is tapping into <laughs> the fucking dimension. Embrace that. Embrace that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also too to your point of uh, starting from zero, it really helped. That's like a zero space, you know. Mm-hmm. That no non no sound is like a sense of zeroness, if if you will. You know what I mean. So I like I like to be in that space. I can't be in that space all the time because I do music myself. I like to freestyle. I like to produce uh, beats. Yo, Gavin can spit. <laughs> Y'all ready? Turn me what? up. Turn me up. Turn me up. No, <laughs> Sway in the morning. <laughs> sway in the morning. Uh, why doesn't he do a sway in the afternoon or evening? No, no, I don't know. Yeah, because oh, he's an over. It's because he's <laughs> an overachiever. Um, yeah. So uh, sometimes it, I have to break away from the silence to tend to other uh, uh, things that I need to do that pertain to sound. You know, whether it's like do a like a. FaceTime or whatever it is or music or whatever or I need to listen to something for somebody else to you know whatever whatever it may be so um, it's limited also too like the earplugs in your ears after like an hour or two hours they start to the sponginess of them tends to like irritate irritate your ears so you mm-hmm. have to take them out you know um, yeah I, 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 I still want to do more research on it to see to learn about like you know uh what happens to the brain sonically when you you know block out sounds or even when you listen to loud sounds or or specific sounds you know um whether it's a low frequency high frequency mid frequency um uh combination of frequencies you know i think there's a science there like how your brain responds to frequencies like bird chirping like why do birds chirp at that frequency mm. they don't they don't chirp with a deep voice they don't go chirp 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 <laughs> you know they there's a reason and they don't <laughs> And they, <laughs> yo, know, I'm imagining a bird, bird yeah. with an 808. Yeah, that, that's a oh, he's from East Oakland. That's the that bird from East Oakland. He like church, church. <laughs> oh, 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 like yo, there, yo, there's a disturbance in force, guys. There's like literally a flickering of lights in the in my apartment. Yo, there's oh, something here that this energy. Somebody's this tapping. That, yeah, somebody's tapping, tapping in. in. Oh man! Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, you know, birds don't chirp at a frequency that we can't hear, like mm-hmm. a super high frequency. They, they chirp at. There's a reason for that. I, I want to look into that as well, um, just because I'm curious. Uh, I'm kind of a nerd like that too. But uh, yeah, man. So I think uh, um, starting from zero, like that, that, that blocking out. Um, time you know blocking out Mm. uh distractions Mm. and blocking out sound and uh even like uh, your own vices that you have helps you helps you get to that zero you know and that's a great that's a great uh space to start from because it's clear Mm. you know clarity it's like a fresh space to like also on top of that my zero i think now that i think about it it's like 
my sense of minimalism at my place is also kind of like a blocking out of like distractions too that's a i love waking up um to a space that has like that's really clean and clear that allows me to um go about my day um with an easeful pace you know so i can like not like oh i gotta clean up that i gotta push that over there i gotta do this and that i, I don't need any of that i just want to be like fresh mind fresh space and being present yeah being present definitely yeah so and that's kind of like a zero like start from zero for me as well you know mm-hmm. um but why why especially nowadays with the freaking distractions we have for the good <laughs> for the good for the better or for the worse why are people scared of silence oh i don't know i don't know i don't maybe they they feel they like they have to have some sort of activity to to um keep them relevant to make them feel alive you know uh they have these deprivation tanks you know yo okay there was one time um so i think now that you're talking about those sensory deprivation tanks mm. there was one time i was uh i visited vancouver and i was in the gas gas town district and i passed you know i've always heard about deprivation deprivation tanks for joe rogan one of my biggest like huge fan of him and i passed it and i was like okay let me check this out i went to that deprivation yo going to that deprivation tanks and being it gavin yeah the silence and the increase of my anxiety was so fucking intense Oh, your anxiety... Like, no, no, my, my anxiety rose, for, but for the better oh, at okay. one point. Okay. Because of more of just, like, not, like, getting used to that silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And getting into my mind. Mm-hmm. It was... No, I will actually do it again, because getting out of that tank later on, I, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, the salt level is good. Yeah. I have the buoyancy. I'm good to go. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... I started to close my eyes and and uh, first of all like you know especially one of the big mistakes is like once you put your eye like your hand in your eye because of the salt you know it can get itchy itchy and like it it hurts and all of a sudden I just decided to just shake that shit (laughs) off yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) Gavin I got out of that tank and I was crying right right I don't know why I was crying yeah of just like there was a weird moment of release and just like that self-realization of like yo bro you need to slow down oh wow there's a lot of distractions in your head yeah and you need to get rid of some shit yeah and I remember after that like the sense of minimalism starts to like encroach my head of just like getting rid of things that just doesn't give you that clarity right and even by even by the the simple shit of just getting rid of shit in your apartment, it's amazing how much relaxation you have of that. And yeah. and it's, sorry, like let me to tangent, but that's kind of like what reminded me of like holy shit, there's something to this, and there's something to why a lot of humans like fear being in their head. 
yeah in their own head right. <laughs> because they don't want to they get to yeah, they have to face those things that they uh been using distractions to get away from you know they use distractions to get away from real issues in their life you know and i'm sure with the uh, deprivation tanks it 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 brings light to those things that you've been ignoring for a while whether it's uh in your subconscious or you repressed it from whatever trauma whatever situations that people are going into are coming from they have to uh face that when they go out in a deprivation tank now i myself haven't i've never done that but uh i'm i <laughs> i well you've not tried the deprivation i've tried it but, but I, I, there's a place called reboot here in oakland yeah you should try it yeah, yeah. I've, been, I've been thinking about it but i've been kind of skeptical because i know it'll be one of those breakthrough moments for me like mm-hmm. that was for you um and I, I need, I just need to go ahead and do that, you know, dive in, you know, no pun intended. But. Here's my, yeah, literally, <laughs> and here's my theory. Before I judge anything, yeah. I try it first. Right, right. And when I tried it, oh my God, it's like a something just unlocked. Yeah. Another level of shit that's unlocked in my brain. Yeah. It's and I, crazy. I, I could assume it could be similar to that of like being in the womb. So mm-hmm. to to grow through your whole life and then have all these experiences and be built by those experiences and then go back to that after all this time, you know, <laughs> to into the womb. Yeah, you're going to come out with some tears, you know, you're going to come out with and you need that. We all need that every once in a while. It's very healthy to to uh, cry, to purge, to even I've I've cried at times where I don't know why I'm crying, and I feel like it was my body that needed it, or my soul, or my spirit, or my heart, my energy, you know. Because in this world we could we can go and go and go and go, and we don't take breaks, you know. You can you can go you can go hard, you go like 110 percent, and and not realize that it's uh it's really taking a toll on your body and your your spirit and your mind you know so i think deprivation tags that's why i think people are doing it because they need that like like uh level of uh um uh, retreat you know from from the world you know so i mean yeah you can go on a hike you can go a oh, silent retreat <laughs> yeah you can as go, i heard some people go yeah, yeah yeah you can go on all these uh different um things but like deprivation tag that's like a little more extreme than oh have, dude know? it was it was fucking intense <laughs> yeah, yeah and um it, it's funny how ironically because i'm i'm a i'm a fucking i'm a worry worth i'm a natural worry worth uh-huh. in a way it's a double-edged sword especially in my career and my mm. personal life and once you have too much noise in your brain oh my god dude it's 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 sometimes hard to quiet that shit down yeah that's why therapy is important guys yeah. <laughs> yeah. i used to i used to worry a lot my mom used to say yeah. like gavin why don't worry like why are you worried and then mm-hmm. and the other friends that other people would say like if you worry about it it's, it's not going to make the situation better mm-hmm. and like it's not doing anything for the situation you know um but yeah my sense of worry was like uh it's kind of like beacon to respond to something, you know? So it's like, I'm worrying because uh, I'm either I'm lacking in some point, in somewhere in me for me to, to, to take care of the situation. Um, and it would be like a sense of uh, uh, just kind of like a overview of where I'm at in my life too. It's like, okay, here I am worrying again. 
you know, how many more times in my life am I going to be worrying like this? Because it would happen oh, frequently. So exhausting. Exhausting, right? Oh. So it's like, what, there, what do I have to change in my life to get rid of this frequency of worry, you know? Um, and then I started learning about, <laughs> I started realizing that the wall uh, or the veil of worry is very thin and we make it as thick as we want it to be in our mind, you know? So... You do, does, you see what I'm saying? Like, mm. like it's really like, like, uh, yeah, it's really as like real. One thing that helped me get through that uh, veil or that yeah. wall of worry is to first ask myself. Will I still be alive after the, whatever this situation is? Yeah, that's a very good thing. <laughs> you know, yeah, I was like, yeah. "Am I still gonna be alive?" Yeah. And then I'd be like, "Is somebody gonna beat me up?" <laughs> You've been living right. in Oakland too long, right? Bro. And so then I start. As then I start. And see how we're laughing mm, at it. It, mm. it kind of. You kinda, laugh at it. It yeah. tapers away. Tapers away at that anxiety and that worry because now I'm laughing at it because I, I'm like I'm not gonna die. Mm. No one's punching me or like. Am I gonna get thrown in prison? Am I gonna? I ask. I think I ask like Dan. All these things. Nothing. Everything's gonna be okay. It's either I have to respond to something by speaking. Either am I am I gonna feel embarrassed? Maybe maybe I feel embarrassed by whatever I need to deal with. But actually, even embarrassment is a is a thin veil too. You can choose to worry. You know, worry like worry is like worry is real, but the amount of time you spend with it is in your control. You know, like the actual response to it, like oh I oh I missed this appointment or like I have to. Uh, I have this interview and I'm not prepared, you know, um, and the interviews today, you know, and I don't and I'm supposed to research this information about the company and I don't know anything about the company, but I'm still going to show up and I'm really nervous and I'm worried. Right. But then I'm like, am I going to die? Even if, No, I'm not going to die. Well, so so then I have to project forward. Right. Mm -hmm. So I say I'm going to show up to this interview. They're probably going to look at me funny. Have I ever felt this feeling before? Yes. I felt this feeling before where people looked at me as if i don't know what i'm talking about uh will they will they deny me probably so yes I'm, this is all before i even get no to no expectations yeah just go there just go through it go through it and let it all happen to you whatever people laughing at you clowning you whatever it is worrying isn't gonna change it you know so it's it's a matter i feel like with worry it's a matter of uh going th just like kind of value zero <laughs> Mm. zeroing down and then just kind of like 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 an asteroid through space just kind of just have zero gravity just go just go through it boom and you end up on the other end and be like oh i'm still here i'm still alive that was okay that was an experience that kind of hurt a little bit but i understand what hurt has anybody else on the planet earth hurt before yes you know so you know what i mean so the thinking in that way helps me to be like like oh like I like because I with worry I used to feel it in my stomach anxiety in my body like this it would consume oh, me it would be like I would I would be it was hard for me to even move you know and so uh, then I would like curl up or like go to sleep or whatever it is and then that leads into depression and oh, you're like it, it, started. yeah then it, then it that leads to all these other things that and you're not your superhero anymore you're not the the best um, you know adorer you can be you know what I mean so. Um, 
So yeah, or Gavin or the best whoever, you know, it it's it's like you have your super self, like you're really good at what you do and you some days you're super on point, you're killing it, you're hitting the marks, but then some days you're not, you know, and then you worry and but but then um you have to remember that you should you should never let your worry bring your superhero power all the way down. Like mm. you it's a lot it's okay to feel that, but don't go so far. Control that. Analyze it, scrutinize it. You know what I mean? Scrutinize that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, hold it and, and, mm-hmm. and be in control of it. I think that's, um, yeah. And, you know, I'm not the master of it. I mean, some days they really do. It gets me. It's, it's like, one of the reasons why I envy stoic people, like naturally stoic people. Yeah. Because yes. they have, like, that control over their emotions. Right. Do you see yourself as a stoic? Uh, nah. I think, I'm, I think I'm goofy. I'm really goofy. I mean, I'm I, a I, fool. Yeah. I'm a clown. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like, what? I mean, I have my, my moments, but yeah. there are some people that are just, like, naturally just stoic and unflappable unmovable right i envy that shit yeah but here's a double-edged sword yeah because like, okay go ahead yeah no, there's a double-edged <laughs> sword about it some people say are you a fucking robot <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's like I, so there's like that thin line right. of like where we need to keep in control of like whatever emotion like worry right yeah because like if, if, yeah for people that are like stoic i think it's a sense of like um, guarding themselves from having <laughs> emotions or showing emotions or uh, wanting to uh, uh, be consistent in some way or showing up in a way and, and in a world like this you know you have like a lot with social media and like your on online presence um, people want to uphold these kind of like statutes you know they're like way they uh, are perceived in a world in the world you know uh, but like real life we're, we're we're dynamic beings you know some days we're some days we're depressed some days we're very active some days we're very um somewhere in between you know depending on the season the weather the food you eat how healthy you are we're dynamic people you know we're not androids we're not i mean stoic is a, is a state of being but i just believe that i mean some people are maybe they grew up that way maybe they you know it depends on what they're yeah and they're naturally cool so there's this um um philosopher uh named seneca i don't know if you've 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 heard of him and um pretty much one of the one of the passages in there guys don't don't quote me on this but he's kind of one of the pioneers uh if i remember of uh, stoicism Uh right and one of the things that actually inspired me to approach to more of like minimalism and keeping control of my worriness and stuff like that you know like sp- like spring cleaning on my brain was like um the 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 art of poverty and in, in one of his chapters of just like saying that look live without something that you are you are attached to Let's just say that, let's say one of my vices, um, whatever. I like watching uh, anime. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, the TV. That's what I was pointing out. No, no, I like uh, this. That, I'm not into oh. TV. I love watching anime. Okay. I like, I'm a freaking nerd in anime okay. or have, whatever. Have you seen Love, Death, Robots yet? Bruh, dude, <laughs> Love, Death, Robot, it is fire. sick. So it yeah. is fire. Yeah, like, yeah, I finished yeah. watching that shit. Yeah. And that one of, uh, that one you told me about, the, the favorite one you have, that one fucking tripped me oh, out. Oh, Witness? Yeah. Witness. Witness. Yeah, the Witness. That yeah. one freaking tripped me out. 
whatever. Shameless plug, Netflix. <laughs> uh, lo- love plug. that. Love that robot is amazing. But anyways, let's just say I say the practice of it of something of lack is like I am not gonna watch anime for a month. Uh huh. Let's just say that. Okay. Something like similar to Lent or okay. whatever, right? I, I'm gonna ask you real quick what? before you finish. What was the actual thing that you did that with? Um, was it anime or did you have you done it yet? Was it wasn't anime. I, I was using that as an example. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I can whatever. Um, let's just say um, actually eating eating out. I'm like for example, okay. like I'm. I'm a I I like cooking and stuff oh, like okay, that, okay, but okay. a lot. But yeah. sometimes you're so lazy, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and you're working a lot. But that thing you put in a way. One of the questions you have to say is like, um, as you said, am I going to die? <laughs> right. If this was real life, <laughs> yeah, if yeah. I really did not lack, really lack this shit. Will I still be okay? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, like for yeah, example, exactly. right, like right. not 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 eating out and eating top top ramen like every day. I don't advise it, everyone, but like that's college days. But but you know that type of things are practicing poverty, are practicing the lack of, and that's kind of one of the aspects of stoicism of just like saying if you can live without this, if real sh- like it was to happen in real life, yeah, you've already practiced that. You've already practiced the lack of whatever you attach to, or right. lack of whatever you usually need, and out of that practice, you say you came out alive. You good. Yeah. If you to, to truly lose that, will you come out alive? That's the key to it. And as I've been thinking of that, is making a little bit more discipline in getting rid of stuff. Yeah. Going to your going to your three your closets of things that you're you're attached to yeah. and getting rid of things. Right. It's been fucking amazing. Yeah. 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 So yeah, with me for me, um <laughs> with my space that it's taken a while to get there and I'm still kinda working on Keep it. Keep on talking, I'm gonna get, grab some more blackberries. Uh, um but basically like what like sometimes I walk around my space and I look at an area and I tell myself, I don't wanna see anything. I don't want to see I don't want to see any anything in that area and I'll take everything out of that area and put it in another room and then gradually fr- from the other room I'll pick things that I feel are valuable to that space so it's like I get a fresh start you know what I mean um, and I do that I do that often actually like if I feel like so there's the there's the feeling of uh, clearing the space and then there's the art of routine, right? Of like how you how do you navigate the space? How do you work in that space? What's your process? And I, I take it uh, I look at it akin to like uh, chefs or like um, yep. there's a process in the kitchen. There's like a protocol, you know. Um, but you have to be careful with that because. Again, you don't want to turn into an Android, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, there, there, there's that so, sweet spot, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, there's a sweet spot with, even with the minimalism stuff, it gets a little sterile. Um, so Stale, too. Yeah, yeah. So, kind of want to get it to my place to a point where there's still character, flavor, personality in the space. But, yeah, it's, it's peaceful. It's kind of clear, you know. Um, and it's getting there, so... Um, that's a very important it's important to my livelihood you know to like have a place where i can work design uh relax um process study um yeah all these things and that's that's like your incubator that's where you 
that's where you grow. You grow from your environment that you've like um, tailored to your like your character. You know what I mean? So that's important to me because when you leave out out in your out into the world, you carry that with you. I feel like you carry that energy of like what you what you came from. You know, you're coming like you're. Sometimes I believe I believe your home is like your uh, adult version of your womb. And so you kind of kind of like tailor it to make your space feel in a way that is uh, conducive to your well-being. Mm -hmm. So like right now, our both of our brains are processing all the colors in this room in our peripheral. I don't have to look at the flag directly to for my brain to know that green is and white is like entering my mind. Niger represent if you're wondering. So. So. um, Yeah. Like so if you have control over that. Um, and and maximize the benefit of like how color, the color palette in your space works on the brain, then it's it becomes a fun project because like oh you start looking into like the different um, the different effects of different hues and colors um, that are out there you know so uh, some people go with like yellow for the kitchen because it's like yellow is said to like help with uh, um, inspire you to cook or whatever you know. Um, yeah, I think blues for the bathroom, kind of oceanic flavor. But uh, yeah, I think there's something to be said about that. And like even with the architecture, uh, like where you choose to live, like do you do you live in a place that has a lot of windows? Do you have a li- place where the sun rises and sets in a way that hits your home uh, with enough efficient light for your plant life or for yourself? You know. Um, and if not, do you get outside enough to get enough vitamin D? You know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know. So, um, yeah, I think all these these things are important as far as like like the way that you navigate life, the way that you navigate your business, the way that you navigate your creativity, the way that you navigate like being social with other people, you know. Because when you, when you invite people into your space, like when I came into your apartment today, I was like, oh, this, I can feel the, I can feel the welcoming, the pillows, the, the tea, you know, the table, the setup is, you know, if we were, if we, if we were by the lake, yeah, absolutely. If we were by the lake, with just a recorder, that's a different experience. Oh, that's a different experience. Yeah, it's different experience. Maybe a I mean, little bit more distractions. And right, stuff right, like that. right. But yet we'll be outside. But you know, so there's each place has its own benefits. It's depending on how you cater the experience. You know, um, so I think that's very important to like, like um, not only think about like the space of zero, but where is zero? Where is zero being done at? Is it being done in the dumpster or is it being done in a place that helps you facilitate going from zero to one to two to three and four mm-hmm. and so on? You know, so, um, yeah, I think that's that's really important. And for me, I'm con- I con- I'm constantly, um, constantly uh, tailoring my my space to help to help uh, facilitate like how I navigate, you know, Um yeah, maybe next time when we do a podcast, we could you could come to my place. Oh yeah, m- m- most definitely. Yeah. This is not like we'll be the one and only. And going back to your work, yeah, holy shit! So guys, who like um for for the folks who hasn't seen Gavin's work, um, ironically. His art is still on display at my workplace, <laughs> at Gensler. Um, but you're free to walk around that office at 2101 Webster Street. And he's, his sculptures are amazing. So the fact that even though architects in that space, they were just, they, they're fucking mind were blown. Oh, for real? 
I mean, dude, I'm not, dude, I'm this not, is the third time you're telling me for I'm real. Not there, I'm not there. I'm not there. Yo, there is mine. I don't know. No, what this is this is like something greater than some Frank Gehry shit, dude. What? Like this is like people. Like I saw some few architects and designers. They were just looking at your work. It's like this is ridiculous. <laughs> like I think there was one lady. She felt like she just wanted to like you know. I I can't remember correctly. Did. There were just people shaking their heads because, <laughs> dude, and I do not like the, They don't understand, but they felt so freaking inspired. Right on. And one of the things I wanted to tell you is like, how did you make that like that form of of uh, sculpture like your signature? There must be something that just hit you in the head and just you just started to just keep on going at that point. Yeah, it was basically a journey of wanting to um wanting to um like accomplish uh certain certain um movements with the wood, right? So um before I before I was even did sculpture work, I, I used to in high school, I used to draw a lot, you know, with a mechanical pencil. I would just draw on a piece of paper and just like, but I wouldn't draw uh, like your typical like flowers or like like uh, portraits or whatever. Not, I, not like still life. Not yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Or I, I would, um, I would. There would be times where I would take the the pencil, a blank sheet of paper, take the pencil and just start making curves and like circles and like almost like. Like a, an advanced version of doodling, you know what I mean? Interesting. Um, so it would be like shade shading and like curves and lines. I don't, I've always been drawn to, um, no pun intended. I've always been drawn to curves and, <laughs> and abstract forms. I don't know why. It's Sorry, like, when I when you said curves, like, like <laughs> so much of a yeah. I'm yeah. twelve. So, anyways, <laughs> so, so so anyway, um, I realized that like throughout all, all my work, I've always kind of had that kind of signature element to it um and so i remember when i got into like um the first uh wave of like working with wood i wanted to i wanted to fill in certain spaces with wood and i wanted to make my, i wanted to make my structures like begin at a certain point and end at a certain point but because of the the tolerances and the limitations of the wood itself i would have to come up with ways to make it work in that way you know mm. you know what i mean like you kind of had to improvise in a way or uh, uh you know work on the fly you had to i had to figure out like okay i i know what i feel inside i know how i want the wood to move how will i make it do that you know is it possible yes it is possible you know it, there's i have to either have to cut it shave it bend it twist it whatever glue mm -hmm. it stack it mm -hmm. shave it back whatever i need to do i'm gonna i'm gonna do that to make it work you know and um some not all not all uh, things were successful there's a lot of failure a lot of things broke you know so things like things didn't fit things were too too tight things were too loose you know and then i came i was like after, after g going uh over over and over again um i came to a space where i i came up with uh i engineered things i came up with routines i had a process and so um and it and it was it was a level of trust in me i had to trust that i will accomplish that thing you know so what you're seeing um 
what's exhibited is uh, not only the work, but you're seeing my efforts, my 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 tri my trials and errors, all all in that, all in the work in itself. Um, yeah, and even like the 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 uh, the surface area that has this kind of like geometric kind of like tapestry to it. Um, that came out of a technicality too, because I, I was I wanted I wanted the wood, I wanted the space. It's hard to explain. Like I know well, you got audio, you it. have to see it. Yeah, you yeah, gotta see it for it. Yeah, yeah, uh, guys, basically, check out. Oh, shameless plug. Check out his website, <laughs> archlineardesigns.com for Gavin Brunt Grant. Is that, is that is that your plug voice? Is yeah, that, that's my plug. Is that voice. the frequency that you're? <laughs> that's my frequency. <laughs> the frequency is not. I can just dial check it. Check out archlineardesigns. <laughs> Bruh, <laughs> son, check out archlinearddesigns.com. <laughs> turn me up, turn me up. Exactly. Yeah. But anyways, Google these, that these shit. Are really, these are really good, man. Hey, man, Driscoli's and this, freaking um, this Whole, Foods? Uh, Whole Foods. Yeah, Whole Foods. <laughs> Do it. Anyways, but if you guys are curious of the amazing shit that he does, just, just go to that website or just go to that location where he has his shit on display. Um, it's just something you gotta feel. Uh, continue. Uh, so yeah, basically, I wanted to like fill in certain areas that had gaps and uh, and cavities in my work, and from from that um, dilemma, I I found a way to fill those p spaces in. But from that, out of that came this kind of like really uh, unique tapestry that kind of like surfaces my my pieces you know um and like even the work that's up at Gensler now is like is the beginning of like more things that i want to do in my mind i have all the, i have so much that i want to do i want to i can't wait to see your <laughs> sketchbooks bro <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing too sometimes i would like sketch things out um but then i realized like some of the sketches wouldn't work i would have to go straight into the material you know mm -hmm. i have to go straight to the material and start working from the material so because you can you can really envision in the 2d plane yeah as yeah much. yeah yeah because like the way the wood moves or you, you you can't sometimes you can't anticipate how it's gonna end up i mean a sketch is good for like inspiration you know but for how it actually will turn out is like a whole nother ball game you know wow so yeah man and um <sighs> Dude, um, I, I keep on telling you this. You are pretty much of uh, my few friends that are artists that does work with their hands. You like pretty much top top. Like, there's some high quality shit that you're dealing with, and sometimes like it doesn't like guys. Even when you try to Google type of sculptures that are similar to Gavin, you're not gonna find any. <laughs> forget it you're not you're not you're not gonna find any like this dude and um but but tell me a little bit about your begin uh, well you told me a little bit about your beginnings but your transition from it's like you say you kind of started from drawing uh -huh. or whatever but why bachelor of art in industrial design like what kind of like you know, during led you to that path. Like, if it to rewind a little bit. Yeah, more. I, 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 the reason I moved to the Bay Area is to go to the Academy of Art College in '96. From Los Angeles, graduated Westchester, from Westchester High, and um, when I got there, it was like I was, I was, I was decent at drawing. Oh so. yeah, he's from England, bruv. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a whole nother story. Um, 
<laughs> um, so anyway, I came to the Bay to go to school. I couldn't afford uh, the tuition, um, so I stopped going to the academy. And then I went, started working at uh, Kinko's. I was just, just working and paying rent. Um, but at Kinko's is where I learned how to use a computer. I never used a computer before. It was weird. But, um, yeah, and, and then I gained some graphic design skills because I had to learn how to, like, uh, make documents for clients that came into Kinko's and all that stuff. Anyway, uh, I, I, basically, I was working for a while. I worked at different places in San Francisco, Tower Records, Bodine Bakery, Kinko's. Nice. Um, and then uh, I was kind of just like floating. You know, I was just kind of like going with the wind. Um, but I was, you know, coming out of high school, I was enjoying my freedom, you know, coming out of the home and just being with my friends and being in this new city, you know. So it was like, and it's very like, active city back in like 96 7 8 you know and so um yeah after a while i uh uh attended the uh city college of san francisco ccsf yeah i and, love the teachers there man <laughs> um and uh my counselor i was kind of like in the wind also like i didn't know what i was gonna, i was getting my gd and then um my counselor suggested that i uh take up uh, industrial design at san francisco state because of my drawing skills oh you go to sf state i went i graduated from ss state yeah shit i didn't read into your profile that much uh, go gators i'm from <laughs> sf state too <laughs> right See, on. that's why i like this element surprise <laughs> yeah 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 so, <laughs> so um so i went to you know and i just kind of was going with it i was like oh, let me just finish up school and uh you know um I started like the pro whole product design thing was very intriguing. Uh, industrial design thing it was very intriguing. Just working with different materials and then seeing the drawing stuff that I did turn into physical things. You know, where it's like, oh, I'm pretty good at drawing. Uh, I'm good. I have that part down. You know, let's see. You know how things work with the um, like bringing things to life from a sketch, from a drawing. You know that I had never done before. Sorry. Um, but I had done some sculpture on my own before school, um, but never like let your traditional draw something down on paper, learn, uh, um, know all the three perspectives necessary to take that drawing and, and turn it into a design or a product or whatnot. Um, so that was like I was doing that for I did that for two years. But then uh, I was short a few credits from graduating <laughs> and my counselor, my counselor, um, at the time uh told me uh she said you know you, what you could do you could be a lab monitor in the um the wood shop and the metal shop <laughs> for three credits i just needed three credits right and i was like oh that's tight you know and so um and the cool thing about that was that um when the semester starts most of the students are getting getting their curriculum and I would be in the wood shop by myself because the only time they would use the wood shop and metal shop is closer to the end of the semester when they have to do all their projects. So there was saying. there was all this downtime in the wood shop and nobody's in there, it's just quiet. That's and perfect. that's that was for me that was great time to like mess around with um materials, tools and just learn like different techniques. And uh uh that's where I was like I was like, Man, this is really this is fun, you know, working with all the scrap wood. We had a laser printer. We had we didn't have a three D printer at the time, two thousand nine. But um, I think there were kind three D printers were close to settling in. Oh, okay. A little bit between eleven, twenty twelve. Like I can't remember. But, yeah. But, yeah. 
Yeah. So um yeah, experimented with the laser laser cutter and um just different tools and and different machines. Excuse me. No worries. But uh but uh yeah, I just I just got into this flow of like building stuff. Um and at that time I was like making these flat geometric low relief like low profile sculpt sculpture pieces. Um and that was like that was like the beginning of like I guess the sculpture legacy or whatnot. Mm. Um Can you believe it was just by your cancer saying right, right, or right. by incomplete yeah. Yeah. people underestimate of like the journey they're on. I I was even under the assumption like you're maybe part of your family member maybe you grew up with your working with your hands and like like maybe you you worked with carpentry a long time i was having a preconceived notion of you but it was all about an incomplete credit and you were keep and use that opportunity to experiment 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 right right and to that to that point it really kind of brought light uh my skills uh working with my hands versus working with a pencil you know Mm -hmm. drawing like um for a time um not a lot of people know this but (laughs) i was before i was went to state i was uh i used to make these avocado seed sculptures get the fuck out yeah i i still have a few of them left my mom has one or but basically i I don't know how i even got into that but i remember How you able to retain the figure? Those things are freaking can be freaking fragile. You start so to. that's what I thought too. So with okay. the you know the avocado seed, yeah, you know, it's kind of it's a it's kind of pretty much like a dark brownish color. Yep. Like the, yep. But underneath that, if you peel off the, it's like a light brown, yeah, like, wooding kind you, of looking thing. Right, and if you shave that, like you peel it like a potato, just like a layer of that, it oxidizes, oxidizes to the point where it gets as solid almost to like this the same uh textures as wood yeah as wood as solid as wood yeah so before it solidifies i would sculpt faces into it like little beetles little like this all these different things and i'll let it harden i'll let it harden and then i would be able to sand it you know and (laughs) and then i'll make and then i made jewelry out of it i made like little avocado seed sculpture jewelry necklaces avocado seed heads avocado and i was like damn is this a thing do people do this i found like no they don't (laughs) why am i just finding about this now (laughs) so i was doing that for a while but it wasn't anything like the stuff i did in the wood shop it was just kind of like a little hobby thing that Uh i did um in my um free time um so Anyways, like all these different instances in my life, artistically, creatively, have like all uh, come to the culminate as like a like part of like my my who I am. Like all these different episodes and experiences, whether it's Academy of Art, Avocado Sea Sculpture, mm-hmm. uh, going to San Francisco State, drawing in high school, uh, you, you know, all these different things have kind of like been like uh, ingredients. Uh, to the recipe of my work now you know just little bits in here it's, I, my story kind of jumps around as far as like you know it's not like i went to uh some sort of like school of like woodworkers a uh, guild or whatever you know it kind of was like mostly discovery curiosity uh serendipity all these things kind of uh accumulated as like the story for like what what i'm doing now you know so mm. Oh my god. And it, it's it's crazy because my first exposure to your work was um 
I think it was on Instagram. I can't remember. Zakir Harris. She was oh, wearing, she wearing this, that piece. That oh, yeah, piece. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, folks, you don't know, Zakir Harris is, is, a, is a wonderful vocalist. Amazing. Amazing singer. Amazing singer. Like, check her out. Um, and I was like, it felt so Afrofuturistic. Yeah. I was like, she was tapping, she tapped into that piece, and I clicked on the arch linear designs, and I was like, and it was you. I was like, what the fuck? I know this dude. This goofy ass dude. And that's what I love about you, man. You don't, you don't like, you know, you know how there's some artists that that they're just like they they feel that oh they should be known by like how they walk or whatever. You, you, yeah. you know those type yeah, of folks, yeah? About, yeah. But you don't. You 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 have this sort of humility. I, even the time I met you, I did not know you made something that fucking dope right on bro and all of a sudden i started to realize that how i talked to you i mean was, <laughs> it was still was as a, i had to respect weird. that <laughs> respect that i had to inspect that <laughs> i had to analyze that Stupid. this is just an inside joke between <laughs> us guys stop trying to figure it out yeah, but yeah. anyways <laughs> it was i was like holy shit and that was kind of my first exposure of just like, yo, there's just something about this guy that there's some level of, it's in a good way, it's like a, some level of insanity. You just mm. went in. Yeah. And just kept on going. Yeah. And what was, when I talk about Afrofuturism, was like, that level of sculpture, was that, was that intentional? Or it just, just happened? It kind of, it kind of spawned from... Uh, other experiments with mm -hmm. wood you know i had a show in 2012 mm -hmm. at the better betty ono gallery on um Broadway. shout out to betty ono shout out betty ono ha ha anika in the building mm -hmm. um so yeah i was it kind of yeah came out of that but it's all it's all development right so it starts from you know one discovery and then as an artist you kind of not that i get bored but I know that I want to expand upon the idea, right? So it's like, what what else can I do? What else can this do? What else can I do with this? You know, what what are the possibilities? And then you try something, and it may look good, or maybe looks terrible. You know, um, and so the work you're seeing now is is me um, building upon uh, previous ideas with wood basically. And I remember when I moved to to uh, <clears throat> Oakland. I worked at Ares Mini Bakery, and I think I had oh, some shout out to Ares Mandy. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, pizza is fire. Yeah. Um, speaking of, hopefully they get their uh, get back into business. They had a fire actually <laughs> um, off of. The, I'm talking about the Ares Mandy on 43rd and San Pablo, the one I used to work at. Whoa! I'm sorry. Was this fire recent? Like like five six months ago. Oh my god! I didn't even hear of this. Yeah, oh nobody god. got harmed. It's just yeah, like okay, a, somebody, like I think somebody crashed into the back of the building and sparked, <sighs> it set off a fire. Yeah. So, um, there, yeah, everybody still getting paid. You know, I, I don't know what's what that's called when you get paid while you're not working. But severance? No, is that it, uh, oh, something, something? Something? Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, when I was working at Airs Mindy, uh, I believe I had some artwork on display, mm -hmm. and this my friend Sergio. This guy Sergio would come in to, to uh, every morning, and uh, 
and we, you know, he'll be a regular customer, and then we start sparking a conversation. And he told me that he worked at uh, McBeath Hardwood, Macbeth mm-hmm. or McBeath, McBeath, right? Um, Hardwood in um, in Berkeley, and then he would drop off some wood to my job, like these big panels of wood, and uh, um, uh, oh yeah, he was he like he he told me about this stuff called uh, it's an engineered kind of wood called wiggle wood it's kind of the wood they use to like to make drums out of it's, it's oh, really okay, beautiful okay. yeah yeah and so it's thing as it's kind of thin too. yeah yeah so you would what they what they call plot you would ply the wood so that it you know you would glue two two um two layers too. two layers of it and then you it would um harden to the shape that you want it to be so mm-hmm. and so what i did is i i basically took that wiggle wood and cut it into strips i I used to go to this um before i had like a table saw because when i when i was at state i had a table all the machinery but when i moved to oakland i didn't have the machinery anymore right Mm so um but i still wanted to accomplish like getting the could the wood (laughs) cut in a certain way and i would um I would I would ask certain uh, woodworkers to to cut the wood into strips for me, and then I would what I get back is all these uh, uh, strips of wiggle wood. So it was like it was like all wiggly. Yeah, yeah, yeah all the yeah. yeah long strips. It no like wonder maybe, you were able to curve that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, so it was like, yeah. That so, makes sense. So then I would like twist and and, and like bend it. And, yeah, and like you know it was like basically it felt like, like an the, elastic. Yeah, yeah, and it'd be the width of like your belt like wow. a belt you know but really like eight feet long mm. but and it was it, and so i would like it was so long that i could like turn it into a, like a, a knot almost what? you know so and then that's exactly that so that that what moment you had right there is what i had when i was like i was like wow like if i could turn if i could twist this like this how do i hold that shape how do i keep that shape that i'm holding you know with the twisted wood and i knew that i had to glue it with another uh, layer, and I add a more layer right. to have add more rigid. Oh, you're right. Rigidity. So, right. Oh so, my God. so then, so then, so then, imagine, imagine a long strip of wood that that's bendable, mm-hmm. twisted into a, a circular form or knot or whatever, and then you're able to layer that and then um, hold that in place. And after you know, after you're able to accomplish getting that curved form that you want. You could imagine, well, what other curves can I add to this curve? You know, and so, do you see what I'm saying? So the then, continuum, yeah, the continuum, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then I I added more curves to it, the initial curve, and then more curves to that curve, and then, so it built upon itself. To create it was these. just something experimental. Right. It wasn't some saying like, "Oh my God, I'm going to make this look Afrofuturistic." Right? No, yeah, it was just like it was, it was just like it was out just, of the material itself. It what can came. it do? Yeah, what can it do? You know, and so. And so, so if you could imagine all these twisted pieces of wood, like weaving, inter, inter, interweaving in and out of itself. Some at one point, I was like, "How do I fill in this? How would I fill in an area, that space. you know, of that space? You know, I would have to put a piece of wood to cover it, right? And so, to cover that area with a piece of wood, the flat piece of wood would not cover that area." perfectly so i'd have to cut that wood into into that similar curvature yeah like that, to match it so that's that, that's what yeah. those geometric to those triangular that mm-hmm. that's why that's there because i was trying yeah no <laughs> you see what i'm saying blown. <laughs> but then so on top so as i'm trying uh, experimenting and doing all this stuff i was like i was like how can i control it i need to have a met like because what it was what was happening is that i would like 
I would figure out how to do that. But I didn't have a routine now. I didn't have a, a, a step-by-step process. So I started to make a step-by-step process, you know. Um, how do I, you know, uh, how to accomplish this thing that came out of sheer, you know, uh, curiosity. So, mm. um, yeah, so so that that way of thinking for me is doesn't stop. Like the pieces that you're seeing now, I start to realize like even the work that I'm doing is it's it never ends ever. You know, it's all That's the, the beauty of it. Like it I was just telling, keeps going. I'm I'm getting back. Um, just just to mm-hmm. to hop on that is like, um, I'm I'm fortunate enough to be in an area to be surrounded by artists, and Man. love entrepreneur, dude. This this place is booming. Like, and that's what I'm so impressed by. So to go back to what you're saying, uh, one of my um, very good friends, uh, Michael Weiner, a very good the, the guitarist. Um, it's one of my inspirations of like getting back to into guitar. I've been procrastinating. You see the guitar behind you of like practicing and practicing. And he remained, he, he told me, he's like, Adura, it does not end. And I was like, what? He's like, it does not end. Yeah, it doesn't end. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and when he said that, there was some sort of like huge relief of that because it's kind of like, you see famous artists like you feel like oh that they're done they're done like but no in like in their late part of their life they were still hanging on to things they were still like trying to know what that next outcome is and that's what the beauty of art is yeah it's not finite right and it goes to one of your quote that i love because it describes your Mm -hmm. pretty much um Pretty much your art of like, I find beauty in not knowing the outcome and find joy in the journey. Yeah. The joy in the journey of you guys, of you taking that elastic piece, piece of wood. What happens if I add this? I add this. You did not even have, I bet you didn't even have an end product no, in your mind. It was just, yeah. It was like, what, what, what can happen here? Oh, this is, you know, it's like, it's like somewhere between like, routine and play you know Mm. and as you get older you have all these you know you get more professional with things but that's you still have your child like self your curiosity you still and i you know it's it's important to kind of tap into that still like and do uh, yeah and do you think like as adults in terms of um i think a lot of us is forgotten how to be childlike Mm -hmm. i'm not talking about childish Childish. yeah there's a difference Uh Uh, that childlike tendency can, no matter what career you're on, can lead to much of imagination and creativity. Do you feel that there are a lot of people around you that misunderstand you? If like they feel that <laughs> you're still having that childlike personality, yeah, but yeah, I, uh, they, uh, maybe they envy that. So I, I'm just wondering in terms of like how you feel uh, like amongst I say normal people because you fucking you're not normal. Dude. <laughs> I think it's de- depending on who you're around yeah, and what setting is. It's kind of like you adjust to the environment. Like if it's like you know. Um, if it's if I'm at like for instance I was at Starline last night like I was shout around out to Starline Social Lounge. Start shout out shout out my shout outs are terrible. <laughs> I'm like I'm always like hella late. I'm like yeah shout out shout out. Like, I need to work on my you need to work on it, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, like last night we were at Starline at the Oak Oak Hella um, mm-hmm. uh, benefit. Shout out to Oak Hella. Oak, shout out Oak Hella. See, I can't even <laughs> got it. <laughs> I'm gonna let you do you all the quicker. shout out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you gotta be quicker, bro. <laughs> um, so. But I was around all my friends, so it was easy. I could easily be my. I mean, you know, yeah, I I could be myself around 
my friends. Sometimes, like if I, it's depending on where I'm at. If I go to Gensler, if I go to like a, a, a certain club, it's like or a house party. Um, it's just different depending on where I go. I don't know. I feel I feel like as I as I've gotten older, I can be more of myself eat faster, easy. I can easily be more of myself more often than when I was younger. I was kind of like assessing the situation, vetting places out, and be like, okay, I, this is you know, I, I had to tread like carefully, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. So um, as I've gotten older, I've, I feel like I'm more seasoned in my being, like. You know, just being comfortable with who I am, whether I'm flawed, whether I'm great, whether whatever it is. I think it's uh, more about like uh, being comfortable with who you are, because even if you're flawed in a way, you, you, you know that you can you can get better. There's you can you can mm-hmm. learn something today. You can if you don't know something today or if you feel like you're lacking in a way there's resources out there for you to get to that point so beating yourself up or trying to change who you are right now about it doesn't really work you know it's like just just be okay with who you are and if you feel inspired to be you know learn something to to get to a certain space then yeah there's there's that place for you but that's that worry thing like Uh like you can't i mean what like worrying doesn't doesn't cater to my art you know it doesn't mm. make my art any better you know so the more comfortable i am the more comfortable my work will be you know because if i messed up my art is not gonna be it's there not gonna carry yeah it's not gonna yeah so um yeah I, I feel like uh yeah i'm lighthearted and goofy i used to be i used to be not always so i, I don't know sometimes maybe maybe i've heard what well, i've heard from friends <laughs> uh sometimes that uh oh i didn't know you were like that or like uh I thought you were really serious. I thought you were really serious. And sometimes I don't no, know. I don't know. No, I don't know what you my. Just, I don't know what you're my, awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, and it's all. No, I'm not saying in a in a negative way. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just like you, people don't know what's coming from you. Right, right. And they'll be like, and sometimes you say something deep. I was like, what the fuck is that? You know. And it's like we we just have like different layers of our personality of just yeah. like holy shit. Yeah. You know, it's. It will, like, <laughs> it will it, oh my god what, what, what? Our, like few of our conversations man, it's, oh, yeah, so, yeah. it's so freaking entertaining and that's what makes you very very unpredictable <laughs> yeah and that's yeah. your that's your artwork too yeah. like just enjoying the journey and like not knowing your out like not knowing the outcome you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yeah it's like been a it's been it's, it's interesting um yeah but I, I like the growth that that's happening um, with my work, with myself, with my family, with my friends. You know, it's, it's all it's all good, you know. Mm. And now that it's spring, it's kind of like I can see how like I'm getting more energy to get back into my work. You know, having the show in November and kind of going into that winter. And, and, and speaking of the show, it was interesting. uh the day of the show, there was it was like the fires were happening, so yeah. everybody showed up with, uh, not everybody, but a few people showed up with masks, masks on. And stuff, uh, I was like, wow, this is such a strange time because, um, as the sun would set, you'd kind of get this kind of like weird apocalyptic kind of like thing. It was such a I I can't I'll I'll never forget that day. Just I mean, not only because of the show, but because of what was happening around us, and uh, so like. Uh, things I'm realizing are seasonal too. So there's that you know winter, and then we we had like 
it was kind of just raining for a while and now we're getting into spring and, I, and i'm realizing i'm i'm sensing my my energy to create um um you know as we're as we're blue as you know things bloom yeah mm-hmm. yeah so winter was that season of just shedding off man i was things man I oh was, my god winter is rough yeah i was just like <laughs> i was like what's going on rough to be mentally <laughs> yeah rough and and all of a sudden there's just like but it's it's a very good reason to go through that to go through that mind cleaning of just like it, it's in, in winter yeah like but it's, and all of a sudden it's like you see the sun out like man we take we take some stuff for granted that is readily available for us especially here in the bay area right right it's amazing right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love it i mean even driving over here today i was like dude i need to go to the lake or something oh man <laughs> have you been out yet yeah no no, I've actually I've actually not gone out uh, in a little bit, but I was just like catching on my reading. And I mean, come on, look at how sexy my b- balcony is, man! It's like, <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, man, you Wait, didn't even hey, notice. Hey, I got a f- hammock. I thought you were drying clothes. That's a fucking hammock, <laughs> everyone. I'm, I'm telling you, my apartment is kind of like, like especially if you bring a girl here, it's like, yeah. oh my god, can I stay here forever? Like, what do you I say? Go. You say how much you pay rent? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you gonna be you gonna be pissed like, off how much I pay 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 for rent? Thank you, rent control. Wow. But um, no. I, but the emergence of spring is like so important, and like people do not. I, I'm just I'm just noticing a lot of things of, especially as especially around me in terms of the emergence of technology and social media uh-huh. and i feel like a lot of people are just opening my mind their minds of like going back to the simplicity if we go to go back to like silence going back to like nature and feel feel things like that and a lot of people are taking that for granted of mm-hmm. the simple things yeah you know and when i see your art I actually envision that mm. of going back, mm. like going back to November. If you you guys are wondering what we're talking about, um, Gavin's first uh, showing in Gensler was there during November, and there was like huge, huge fires in California. Like I mean, it was like oh, so apocalyptic. It's like that's not fog, bro. That's smog. Yeah. It was like China. It was like Beijing, China, and. Even a lot of the coordinators in the in the building, they were like, "Oh man, are people going to show up?" You know, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And I bet you were worried too. But the smile on people's face. Oh yeah, a lot of people were saying, "Yo, <laughs> like even even your art brought people that were working a little bit late, and they just saw like it was so beautiful, and like the music and the energy was just right. Yeah. Even you were you you yourself were even questioning of like, is this actually really happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what's going? It's crazy. It was so surreal, bro. It was so. And mom, my mom was there. Had she had food? She mm-hmm. did a great job with the food. That was like, that was yeah, that was like very, like if anything, that's like. That yeah, was like it. It, it was it was beautiful, and I I can't remember quote my own, but they say like, in in terms of display over there, that's like the highest turnout. Really? Yeah. Wow. 
I know I keep asking, but <laughs> you were like, really? I was yeah, like, I yeah. Wow. Even even one of the court leaders, he was like, he was he was dumbfounded. He was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah. And going back, that's to me is like that's what your art is. And going back to our topic of well, of this podcast called Starting from Zero, it's like people were able to like reset their minds for a little bit. Yeah. People were able to leave their work and just come back mm. and come back to themselves. Yeah. And dude, coming back to yourselves is not it's not easy at all. Yeah. So I don't know if you know, but um <laughs> when I got the email I was like because I didn't know who Gensler was. Mm-hmm. Um and so like I got the um I got the e- email and I was like, oh, this must be a, must be, must be like a architect firm, like in Emeryville or something. I thought, oh, he I, doesn't I, know what Kessler is. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I was like, I, I respond and I mind you. So I, so speaking to the point of minimalism, I usually go on my emails and I just delete everything. Mm. Like all of my, like to where it's like empty. And I was going through each one. Boom, 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 well, boom. Do you go each one carefully before deleting it? Yeah. Okay. okay I go yeah. through each oh, one. You know, you, you, I don't have a lot. Like I, I'm really, I'm really. Like, I love that. Yeah. I, I, love I go that. in there. I'm like, okay, what is, are you saying anything? And then it, even more so, I'll, I'll block it if I know it's like, so I just don't have any junk mail you know anyway so i was like going through my emails and i saw this uh the email um from rachel no no i forget who i forget who sent me but um yeah i saw the email and i was gonna uh delete it right and then i read it i was like you know like gav would you like to show your artwork at our architect firm gensler and I was like, oh yeah, sure. I thought it was gonna be one art piece. I thought it was like a just an art piece in the lobby yeah, like bucket. like yeah, yeah, just one display. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I went to I went to a few, nah. I went to a couple uh, architect firms and looking for work back in the like in Emeryville, and I thought maybe this was from one of them or something. Anyway, so I'm hanging out with Brandon, and I was like, oh yeah, there's this architect firm that wants me to show some artwork. Uh, it's called they're called Gensler, and he said he said he said. Oh, do you know who they are? Uh-huh. I was like, no. It's like, dude, he's they're like they're the number one architect architecture and design firm in the world. Yeah, and he, and I said, what? So fucking clueless, bro. Your your cluelessness cracks me up, man. And I went on, I went online, and I was like, <laughs> I started typing slower. And I was like, oh man, it's crazy. Like y'all, every Japan, Dubai, yep. everywhere, right? And so, ironically enough, um, I called my sister, who I've recently been in contact with. Like, she's my half sister, and she works. Uh, she works in D.C. for an architect firm out there. I forget the name of it. And I and I told her about the Gensler thing, and she's like, "Oh yeah, there are competition, or not competition, or whatever." She said, "She said we've we've walked into uh, uh, bidding bidding for space yeah being, and like then, and they're, they're bidding for work out. and stuff like that oh yeah yeah she yeah. said as they're walking out we're walking in I was mm-hmm. like what and, I was, and so it's just really so all this serendipitous stuff like is really telling of like kind of like the journey you know what I mean like kind of like kind of confirms like yeah yes you you know we're we're asking you to do it you know what i mean um and that's more cosmic i'm talking more cosmic spiritual but um it definitely affirmed like the value in like seeing myself and saying like yeah you this is this is 
where you should be you know um so anyway it was just an interesting like little story about like how discover like not knowing who and i asked other people a lot, a lot of people don't really generally in the public like don't really know who they are unless you're in the corporate world and you mm -hmm. work in business like that but um and i think also on top of that having the show at you know because you guys are on the top floor mm -hmm. you know when people came to the show this the whole feeling of getting in an elevator and going to the top floor and then opening and there's all these big windows that experience alone i think was very like unique in itself for people you know for them to like because you know you can have an art show at era you can have art show at betty ono you can have art show yeah you know jeffrey's inner circle mm -hmm. where, wherever but like i think what what for a lot of my friends at least they never been to gensler like that they never been in the pandora building like that you know so um I think that was another thing, and it kind of inspired me to want to continue doing th things like that, shows, art shows or exhibitions and spaces that are just a little bit more unique than just, you know, I don't know, like a gal like some setting, there's something about the setting of Gensler that's really tranquil and nice, like, like the weeks leading up to the show coming to set up on the weekends, it's so quiet because nobody was there. But seeing like overlooking Oakland like that was really like that view is freaking man. amazing, man. And so we didn't even talk about how I, when it, when you came up to me, you was like, "You're having a show." At my, I didn't know you worked there. Remember mm -hmm. that part? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were like, "You have you have you <laughs> you hit me so hard on my chest, your superhero arms, dude." Okay, you said I'm sorry, guys <laughs> that know me. I, I, I'm a back slapper. <laughs> And since I've been lifting, like, I've been noticing people like, oh, my God, that hurt. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't all, it gauge my strength. It woke me up. I don't drink coffee. I just needed to hit me like that, like, one time. Like, you know what, man? You needed that. <laughs> I'm not apologizing right now. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, I apologize. Uh, no, no, man. Don't apologize. No, um, it's all fun. It's all fun. But, uh, yeah, when you told me that, I was like, this is so crazy. Like, you work there already and then i was like dang i gotta really i'm about to i gotta i was like i really the accountability level i was like okay i gotta you know boom 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 the level like the work kicked in like just you know accelerated yeah yeah so yeah man it was a, it was a good look it was a good look definitely man. and it's still looking beautiful and um how long do you did, did it's it last week it? this is the last week yeah, oh wow it down, ironically uh, yeah, uh, the Saturday for uh, Friday the eighth is the last day. So, oh, that's um, next Friday. No, no, uh, because it's Friday is uh, the fifth. It's Friday is the fifth. Yeah, it's okay. my birthday. Oh, happy birthday! What, oh, are we, yeah. what are we doing? Damn, bro, I, I don't know. I'm just keeping it simple, man. I'm just keeping it, like monkish. Like here, like where, like I don't know. <laughs> by yourself? Are you? Do you celebrate your birthday by yourself? I, I, I mean, there there are a few years that is is crunk. I mean, on my thirtieth birthday, I was in the winery and stuff like yeah. that. Like, I like keeping it simple. Well, well, how, like, how, how old are you gonna be? I'm gonna be thirty two. Oh, fire! Okay, yeah, cool, cool. I'm gonna be thirty two. Time has passed, but anyways, this is not about me. <laughs> Let's get back to Gavin Grant, but. No, I'm kind of bummed out. They're gonna take it down this Friday, though. You're gonna take it down this Friday and like, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, but, yeah but, but Friday's the last day. To see so it. what's next? What's the next for show? Me, for me, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, we I need to talk about more okay. of that. All right, cool. We need to talk about more of that because yeah. I feel your art deserves to be 
still be shown more yeah. to more places and i'll connect you some few folks that yeah. I know yeah actually um i i might i tend to tentative i tend to it's fine bro how you guys doing out there y'all good <laughs> uh, for sure no um uh i have a show coming up potentially at the african-american art and cultural complex what uh, next year though but nothing oh. in between now and next year. Okay, so, so you booked there. Okay, we got to find you some few bookings. Yeah. I might be his manager. <laughs> Who knows? But no, but for reals, like, it deserves to be displayed in few other places. And like, oh, dude, like, I was so impressed. Anytime I walk um, in the office and I worry, anxiety comes to my head, I th- you have to pause. Wow. I had to remind myself to pause. <laughs> there was one time I was heading to the restroom. There's two like hanging there, and like as I was just like looking down, you, <laughs> I hit my head hit oh, one of your sculptures, oh, 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 right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was still sturdy. It was still hanging <laughs> oh, yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. I looked at it. I just laughed, and oh. I just took a moment to stare at it. It was yeah, just, yeah, like yeah. that reminder of like, bro, slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was you like <laughs> your you. eyes, like slow down. And one of the, the design you. directors saw that. It's yeah. like, it's okay. It's okay. I was so worried. I was like, oh my God, did I fuck up Gavin's art? Yeah. But it was so sturdy. Right it was on. still steel. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Like, amazing. Like, you, you, did, you did a good job with, like, my large frame. Like, hopefully not <laughs> that shit. Because that would be fucking embarrassing. <laughs> no, it's all good. I appreciate mm-hmm. it, man. It's such a pleasure to be a part of that community and the inner community as well and be able to ex- be vulnerable, exhibit myself, mm-hmm. and just see, like, the reactions that weren't really uh, um, kind of like an oversight for me in the beginning. I didn't really realize that. I didn't see that. I was so focused on presenting the work, exhibiting the work, that um, I it was like all the people kept talking about the joy, like this joy, this kind of happiness. And I was like, wow, it was re- yeah, the feeling in the room was really. And speaking to anxiety, um, I would have in the past typically felt like a sense of anxiety coming into my own art show that night. And I remember, I just remember that day. Uh, I kind of slowed down <laughs> in the morning. I woke up at 6 a.m. I was like, I know I have to- today's the day, you know. And so I was like, I was like, I'm going to choose to just move really not slow, like slow motion. But I'm just going to do one thing at a time. I'm not going to have I chose not to have that frantic rushing energy. I chose like I was going to get iron my clothes. I need to wash them, clean my room. This is what I'm going to wear. I want to get this sculpture piece. I need to print up these. this. I'm going to come there this time. I'm going to call my friend to help me bring this and this. Boom, boom, boom. You know, just like really pace myself. And that really helped because walking into Gensler, I was feeling the same the same energy I began with in the morning carried over into the evening mm. because I stayed consistently with it. You know, with that, it kind of like I built up the energy to be peaceful and I came into the space peaceful, you know. I think the only time I was really nervous is when I was asked to say something on the mic. And, uh, yeah, that was... And even then, I kind of just told myself, just be clear. Don't... You know, because it, it could be one of those situations where... Oh, you were clear and concise. Oh, right. Right, yeah. You yeah. Could, yeah, sometimes you could... When you get the mic, you're talking forever. You don't know how long you're talking for and all that stuff. And so, yeah, so... 
that was that man it, it just i am really i really thank god for the opportunity and for the gifts and being a vessel to carry the talent and you know it's you know and and to see the response from it you know what i mean brian you couldn't even believe it i was i was talking to you and you were like really they're like i i ricky (laughs) we're just looking ricky Ricky, yeah yeah. i i was just like looking at you like oh my god you're such an artist like oh, wait, you said no because you were so anxious you were like yeah. do they really do they like yeah. i was like what's wrong with you man i went to slap you in the head i was like do you see oh, yeah, around yeah, you yeah, yeah. you were so worried yeah yeah you were like oh they like it and and that's i guess that's part yeah. it, it, i know it's a double-edged sword but that's part of your character yeah, like yeah. seeking like it was like whoa is this really good i was like yeah no shit yeah no shit <laughs> and you were still in your own self of just like thank you you know you were, yeah. you were so appreciative like you didn't have that kanye effect okay <laughs> don't get like don't get me started on kanye i don't oh, care yeah. what, what you said but it's you were really in tune with your art yeah and that's actually the first like show I've ever seen you in. I mean, I've always seen you online in Arch Linear Designs. Follow him on Instagram. Follow him on Instagram. Um, your work, you know, digitally, but to see it and feel it, you know, it's it was just an amazing experience. Man. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you, bro. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah. Memorize Nine. that. Wait, was it zero zero that? Yeah, zero that <laughs> shit, man. Started from zero. I like that. I like the concept, definitely. No, no, thank you. It's like I've like so far I feel like I've learned another thing from you and like that sense of consistency. Mm-hmm. Consistency is key. Keep on going and keep on going. Like no matter how little or how much you put into it. And yeah, that sense of like, yeah, just not knowing the outcome and just keep on going and going. Mm-hmm. Become in the present moment. Don't think of the destination. Like, I have a problem just think, keep on thinking of the destination. What if it's this? What yeah, if it yeah. is? I'm kind of like, oh, in, in case of emergency, break glass. I mean, it's good to be <laughs> it's good to be careful, but it's like once you start to just let go mm-hmm. and just let things happen, you know, it's yeah it can get it can get inspired i was actually surprised you told me it was like oh my god you you inspired me i was like what <laughs> just, i was like what the, yeah. what the hell are you talking about gavin yeah, i'm yeah. just a normal freaking dude nah, man. but it's, no no yeah. what what got you that impression of i inspire you absolutely when, disbelief no when, yeah. when you, okay so when you told me when you told me that you worked there and just like the the like the work that you do being being an employee there mm-hmm. i was like oh man this is tight cuz i kind of was wanted to be like like damn it, i uh, to work if i could work at any place right now it would be cool to work mm-hmm. at uh gensler although i don't have the i don't know what it would what where but mm-hmm. this whole this whole thing about like you working there my artwork's in there you know and and being my level of the work people are appreciating it and so i was just like oh man this is like it's inspiring it's kind of like because you know i work from home like i'm i'm usually in my home a lot i'm not in a corporate office like that when you're in a corporate office like that i'm like okay this is a 
place that I can envision myself being in, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it may not be Gensler, but that level of like like professionalism mm-hmm. and I just thought it was tight, you know. So But at the same time I'll I'll advise you like no, just keep on doing what you're doing, <laughs> man. <laughs> You're on a different level. <laughs> just keep doing. What just keep on doing what you do. Inspiration comes from anywhere. From I mean, just anywhere. as a friend, yeah. though, like mm-hmm. you just inspired me to like allow me to be free and like to like uh, reinforce the idea in my head. Like Gab, it's cool. Yes, they like it. Yes, like mm-hmm. you know, like get the doubt out of your head. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that's really good to have around you mm-hmm. as a friend. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. thank you. you know? No, 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 no. Thank you because it's like. It's so freaking inspiring, you know. I see artists like you, I see artists like Steve Javier, I see artists like Joshua Mays, like few of the. It's it's freaking crazy. Yeah, Joshua Mays is. Oh my, oh my God, God Joshua Mays! I'm not gonna say anything anymore. <laughs> you guys just Google Joshua Mays. Uh, shout out to him. Please follow. Shout him. out Jay Mays. What's up, yo, baby? man? It's it's. <laughs> It's it's fucking mind blowing yeah. in what people can do once they're just entranced in what you and you're one of those people, mm. and you do not you you don't have that pompous energy around you. You like you you are relatable with everyone, and hopefully, hey, once you get on those deals, man, like you know, put your art display in some shit. Please remember me, Gavin. <laughs> talking about bro i'm gonna use our friendship to the advantage once you once you blow up even more and shit (laughs) man i don't know what's gonna happen man i'm there for it just keep on going yeah keep going definitely thank you bro thanks for having me yo thank thank you for coming to my crib and like thank you for making the time I bet you enjoyed the tea, the simplicity oh, the, the blackberries, and like yeah, blackberry like and peppermint. Nice, this tea. nice Japanese uh, chabudai table. Yeah, um, but it's like, yo, no, like, please don't freaking stop, man. The community needs you, and don't like, yeah, hey, man, you know, stay Absolutely. stay healthy. Keep on doing putting those headphones. Uh, not headphones, but <laughs> earplugs. Airplugs, like. <laughs> After you leave, I'm about to read my book with the airplugs on. Actually. Oh, right on. Oh, fire. Yeah. Fire. So, um, guys, um, actually, before we end, plug yourself, man. Where can they follow you? Where they can, where can they find you? You know, yeah. Check me out at uh, archlineardesigns.com. Um, my IG handle is archlineardesigns. Um, that's, uh, that's it. I think uh, just my website and IG is my both my primary um platform so and they're both linked you know you can even the in the pictures you can check out a few of his collaborations with a few other artists that i mentioned like for example zakia harris and um um his display at gensler uh 2101 webster is just going to be there for this week so feel free to go up on the 20th floor you know talk to one of the admin folks you can walk around you know it's fine you know you can enter and like check him check what gavin grant is all about seriously and um guys don't don't be scared keep on doing it good morning good afternoon good night (laughs) all right y'all peace